Finding your posture for meditation. I'd like to start with a poem by uh, so from friend Maddie Weingast, and it's inspired by the poem of Dantika, who was um, one of the enlightened nuns in the Buddha's time. It's, it's very close to the original poem. While walking along the river, After a long day meditating on Vulture Peak, I watched an elephant splashing its way out of the water and up the bank. Hello, my friend, a man waiting there said, scratching the elephant behind its ear. Did you have a good bath? The elephant stretched out its leg. The man climbed up and the two rode off like that together. Seeing what had once been so wild, now a friend and companion to this good man, I took a seat under the nearest tree and reached out a gentle hand to my own mind. Truly, I thought, this is why I came to the woods. Seeing what had once been so wild, now a friend and companion to this good man, I took a seat under the nearest tree and reached out a gentle hand to my own mind. Truly, I thought, this is why I came to the woods. So the Buddha encouraged us to find suitable places for meditation and to uh, associate with good people who support our practice. We have those two things down right now. Reaching out a gentle hand to our own mind. So the mind goes into all kinds of places. There are old, familiar places. Maybe painful places, but they're familiar. So the mind goes back there again and again. And I think for many people here, there's quite a number of people here who are going through grief, who've lost someone dear to them, or who have lost a part of themselves that was dear to them. Aging. We change as we grow. Reaching out a gentle hand to our own heart and mind. We're going to do a heart practice this afternoon. And many of you probably have practiced metta, the Buddha's practice on kindness. And some of you maybe hate that practice. (laughs) but we're going to do it anyway. And some of you maybe have done a a sort of a systematic going through the lists of different people. That's that's one way it can be done. Uh, There's also phrases. That's another way of doing it. These are later developments that that were introduced to America, uh, but somewhat different from the early teachings that the Buddha gave on the practice of metta. In the early teachings, we don't have lists of people, those we like and those we don't like. And we don't have to start with even a concept of ourself that we're supposed to be loving towards. And we simply begin at the heart center, not a not the 
physical heart, but the energetic heart center, which is right there in the center of your chest. And if it's helpful, you can put your hand or a, or a finger or two on your heart center just to really feel the connection. As you breathe in, and as we breathe in, we're breathing into the lungs which surround that heart center. As you breathe in, just have a sense of that, that space filling, filling the space with good energy. As you breathe out, you're just uh, letting go. I'd like to ask you to bring to mind someone, could be human, animal, or even a place that just brings a lightness to your heart, just makes your heart smile. But not some, something complicated, but just a simple delight and, and smiling that arises in the heart when you think of this being or this place. Doesn't even have to be someone you know well or something you know well. Just keep that um, connection for a minute or so. It's just as though you were right there in front of this being or this place, and you just can't help but smile. Your heart can't help but open. And breathe into that smiling, opening heart. With each in-breath, just Invite that space to open up a little more. Even if it feels rather small and tight right now. If it feels very tight, then just create a nice, a beautiful environment around your heart. A welcoming, friendly environment. It invites the heart to just gradually open. Sometimes our hearts are like an armadillo, all curled up, no way in. If we create the right conditions, it will gradually un unfurl. Breathing into your heart space. Sense of friendliness, warmth, acceptance. Letting that quality spread throughout your, the whole of your being. Down into your belly, into your legs, your feet, into your bones, into your arms and fingers, into your neck and your head and your ears. Teeth, if you have teeth. So that every cell of your body receives this quality of metta, just as with every in breath we take in oxygen that nourishes every cell in our body. So with each in breath we take in metta. 
friendliness, warmth, appreciation. And we let it resonate with every cell of our body. Remembering that you know, our body is not ultimately separate from everything else in this world, from everyone else. We don't have to let the warmth, friendliness stop at the edges of our body, but it can keep flowing outward in all directions, like a sphere, like a sun. A little sun in our heart that's radiating out. And this quality of metta, it accepts everything. It accepts fear and grief and the million mistakes that we've made. It's kind to our inflated egos. It's kind to our inner critic. It sees it all. It doesn't believe in any of it. It loves us anyway. Or it loves anyway. Each in-breath we breathe into the heart center, staying connected. And with each out-breath we can let that quality radiate outward in all directions for the benefit of all beings, including this one, including the one who's generating. Metta is not obstructed by discomfort or physical pain. It's not limited by flaws and ground and buildings. It radiates for the benefit of all beings. Metta is a quality of the awakened heart. It 
something we can generate. We may, may not be fully awakened, but we can generate some of those qualities of the awakened heart. Knowing that there's great suffering in the world, wars, famines, floods and fires, those who steal from others, those who exploit others, there's so much suffering, so much confusion in the world. Bring just a shift of attention from metta to karuna. Karuna or compassion is wishing that all beings be free from harm and any intention to harm. Recognizing that this is the source, one of the sources of suffering. Take in the reality of this world, one reality. We hold this intention. May this being and all beings be free from harm or any intention to harm.
if we look through a different lens, we see so much beauty in the world, the beauty of nature, and the many little gestures of kindness, care, generosity, countless gestures that are going on every day that don't make the news. We take in the goodness and the beauty, the acts of kindness, generosity, and let them fill our heart. This brings an empathetic joy, a mudita. Mudita for the goodness and the beauty. Each breath taking in this quality and with each breath letting it radiate outward.
And shifting to the quality of upeka. With upeka, this is a very subtle form of love. It's the love that accepts the way things are without trying to fix anything. It's the, the love that, of understanding, sometimes known as a, a grandparent's love. The quality that holds the big picture that understands that everything that is born, everyone who is born goes through a process and has to die. Every human, every creature, every plant, every planet, every star, every galaxy goes through this same process. It's the the love that understands that if only those who are fighting truly understood, truly understood the truth, they would immediately put down their weapons. Compassionate and understanding love. This quality of upeka invites us to let our heart open wide, wide, wide. It's not about any self-investment or gain. It's a, a broad understanding. deep understanding. Letting the breath keep you connected with this quality of upeka. And just let it radiate out through your body and out into the wider world.
there's um, practice discussions for some of you now down in the CMC. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.